podcast. I am your host, Nakia Hines, and I deeply believe that we reach authentic healing through intentionality and candid conversations. I am so excited for you to hear today's episode, but even more excited that you are here with me on this journey to self-actualization. Let's get right into it. Happy Monday, beautiful people. I love that we are here together together again, and I love that we get to continue talking about healing. And my favorite thing about this is that even though the whole premise of this podcast is ways that we can heal, I love the specificity of the last few weeks because oftentimes I would like to, you know, just sneak a little some some in here instead of saying this is how we heal through xyz um but you know there's room for both it is really great to be insidious and dropping those gems and hints but also it's really great to be practical so that you know exactly what we need in order to heal and in fact um I was thinking about last week and I'm like, you know what? We need to go just a teeny bit deeper because that an absence of one thing does not automatically equate to the presence of something else. So even though we know if you listen to last week's episode, if you haven't, I encourage you do so, of course. But even though we know isolation is just not a part of our biological makeup, it doesn't mean that knowing that we know how to operate in a community because if we have been wired to operate in hyper vigilance, hyper independence, and just this intense isolation, you actually might not even know how to be in a healthy community or contribute to a healthy community. So I think it's important for us to just talk about that a little bit longer so that we can understand that you know the saying it takes a village well really that saying first of all is shortened so much and used in a way that i don't think it was fully intended to be used the whole it says it's an african proverb but africa is a continent so i'm not sure which country or tribe that it came from but um won't get on the soapbox there but i think you can pick up what i'm putting down i can't stand when people say something is an african such and such what do you mean by that is it from Nigeria? Is it from Cameroon? Is it from Sudan? Is it from Egypt? Where Where is it from? But it's okay. Africa is not a country. Anyway, <laughs> in T-way, the whole proverb is it takes a whole village to raise a child. Emphasis on whole, W-H-O-L-E, not meaning a whole bunch of people quantity-wise, But quality-wise, it takes people who are whole to contribute to a well child. But I wanted to talk about that phrase in the sense that it also takes a whole village to be healed in a way that is sustainable for a lifetime. You are not going to fully heal in isolation. And one of my favorite books of all time is a book called What Happened to You. It's by Oprah and Dr. Bruce Perry, who is a leading trauma expert and has been for decades. And something that he said really kind of 
you know, spoke to me in a way that I was like, oh, I love this. I love when we get into the neuroscience behind this. But he basically was just talking about the way that biologically we were wired to. Oh, yeah, I told you all about this book last week. But he was talking about the way that we were wired biologically long, 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 long time ago. And how, you know, how we were talking about how we weren't built for isolation in that four to one ratio. Well, he also put it point blank and said, we heal best in community because social connection builds resilience and a healthy community is a healing community. And so I really wanted to just talk about three ways or three reasons why healing and community is so powerful. And also just to remind you that you are enough and you don't have to be completely quote unquote healed because that's not a thing or completely at the end of your healing journey. Like you are enough as you are right now. And there are people that God will send to you if he hasn't sent them already that sees the beauty in you, that sees you beyond your flaws and that are willing to be 10 toes down in the mud, get it how they live it, right? Like there are people that were placed here on this planet just to love you, just to be in community with you. You don't have to wait until you deem your self worthy enough like you're already worthy let's get that out there anyway um but one reason why community healing collective care is so necessary is because it honestly shuns all the lies that were told to you in isolation for so much of my own life i was kind of tied down to the like we don't talk about that ministry that's not even a ministry so i can't even the the lie of we don't talk about this we shouldn't talk about this it's just too xyz like when you are able to share and offer vulnerability in community and remember i said a whole village i'm not talking about just anybody we're talking quality not quantity so when you find your people who feel safe who are reciprocal who also want to focus on their healing as well you realize that you're actually not alone and that what you're experiencing, somebody, somebody else is experiencing it and so many other people have also experienced it. It gives you a, a safe space to share these feelings that are heavy without having to over explain or apologize. It just gives you the space to remember that you're never alone and that if somebody else is experiencing it, especially if they have like shown their own healing from it, you can reach that same level. Along those lines, I love the aspect of just being seen and accepted as you truly are in your fullness. When you are in community with people who really see you, and I'm talking about really see you and want you to shine as bright as you can, there is a level of mm, that you feel when you are not only just having your pain exposed or witnessed or heard, but when you feel seen and you feel heard and you feel understood and you feel appreciated and loved and valued and adored. Let me tell you, there's deep healing that is released in that type of environment. When you get to just be, when you don't have to perform, when you don't have to shrink, when you get to show up as you are with out apology and people are not there expecting you to do anything else in fact they're encouraging you and cheering you on there is power in that powerful healing happens in healthy communities 
And I also wanted to point out that communal healing is so important because we were never meant to live alone and yeah, to live alone in the first place. Now, I'm not talking about living alone like you have your own apartment because, honey, I support that. If you got your own house, I support that, okay? I support you having your own physical space, but trying to do life alone is actually impossible unless you are creating all of your resources, you are um, creating your seeds and then planting your seeds and then harvesting your seeds and cut. If you eat meat, you are cutting your meat, you are fishing your fish, you are uh, lighting your fires and quilting your own blankets. Like even if you were in your home and you didn't talk to anyone, the fact that you are harvesting resources to live your life automatically puts you in community. So when we are intentional about creating and cultivating a community that pours into us that we also pour into, because remember, it has to be mutual. It has to be reciprocal for it to be a healthy, full healing community. Otherwise, um, that's kind of one-sided. And one-sided is appropriate if it's a therapist. Like Your therapist should not, in fact, expect you to be supporting them as much as they are supporting you. Um, but when you're in community with friends, with loved ones, with family, etc., like they, I'm just picturing a circle. Everybody is contributing to the circle. The circle cannot be a circle without every single person in it. And you are allowing yourself to just rest in community. Like community care is the way that we are seen, that we get to big up ourselves because other people are bigging up us, right? And it's also the way that we get our needs met. We meet our own needs, but then we can also trust other people to love on us through the meeting of our needs. And sometimes that just means I need a hug today. So let me get a hug or um, I'm not I'm not big off of, uh, <laughs> I'm not big on mooching off of other people i don't even know if you all know what mooching is but i'm not even gonna over explain it because the girls who get it get it uh if you don't then you're gonna have to do your research to find out what does mooching mean but i don't i'm not saying that we should mooch off of people but i do believe there is a vulnerability in allowing other people to love on you and to help you and to support you even if you can do it all by yourself at what cost why are you overexerting yourself, giving yourself the gift of burnout, sarcasm included? Why are you doing all of these things when someone wants to be there for you and you're not allowing them to be? Why are you, no, genuinely, why are you doing that? Is it because that's how you were taught to operate in this world? Is that, what, is that the, the model that you saw growing up? Like, why are you doing that? And how can we release it? I really hope that you allow yourself the gift to operate in community who is in your community. Remember we talked about that? And then how can you tap in? Don't just be a giver. Allow yourself to receive. That is how the circle continues. All right, we're short, sweet, and to the point today, but I just really wanted to emphasize that your community is so important, and it's so important to be intentional about the community that you are cultivating and contributing to. Are they healing? Are they whole? No, they don't have to be perfect, but we also don't want people who are taking, 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 and leaving no resources for anyone else. All right, I'll see you next week. Okay, bye.